That is perfect timing. <laughs> because, and you don't have to go, but I was just going to ask you, have you ever asked a child to tell you about Christmas? Have you ever looked into the eyes of a little one and said, tell me what you know about Christmas? What is it all about? What do you think they would say? I imagine it would be something like, there was this lady who had a baby and it was born in a stable and there were animals and guess what? That baby was God and there were angels and candles and singing but it was a silent night and then there were presents. <laughs> you can make up your own story or ask somebody in your midst this Christmas. For me, this Advent has been all about embodiment, about how earthy and fleshy the Christmas story is, how it's not all sweetness and light, that there are shadowy parts too, just like in our lives. And here we are, after four Sundays of Advent arrived at this night, when we are invited to see and to remember that if we meet God anywhere, it is right here, in this present moment, and in these lives that we have been given, in this flesh that we embody for a little while. 200 years ago, at a church in Austria, just a couple of days before Christmas, the priest discovered to his horror that mice had chewed through the bellows of the organ, wrecking it for the Christmas Eve service. I have to imagine that when he found this, he said at least a couple of choice words. And I have to imagine him thinking, and this was the year Christmas was going to be perfect. I knew it. But he didn't cancel Christmas or that service just because the organ wasn't going to work. Instead, he wrote down a few words about the quiet spirit of this night. And he asked the church musician to compose a simple tune. They sang it for the first time on Christmas Eve, accompanied only by a guitar and Silent Night was born. They didn't feel the need to go out and find a brass band or to download some hot new Christmas music from the internet. They worked with what they had, trusting that it would be enough. Could that be a lesson for us in these days? There's a hymn we've been singing here 
lately, which for me sums up the theology of embodiment that we remember and celebrate at Christmas. It goes, ours is a simple faith. Life is a short embrace. Heaven is in this place every day. Hope is the ground we till. Make each day what you will. Thankful for dreams fulfilled every day. It's not complicated. The life that Jesus and other great spiritual leaders call us to, to have reverence for life and to love your neighbor as yourself. It's easier said than done, of course, but how different would our world be if more of us would practice this simple Christmas faith, to see ourselves as belonging to God, as bearers of light and love. One hundred years ago, as the First World War raged across Europe, on Christmas an unplanned truce broke out along the Western Front. Soldiers started singing carols in their trenches to one another across the barbed wire. Eventually, they came out of the trenches and into the no-man's land. They shook hands with one another and shared food and cigarettes. One soldier said it was a short peace in a terrible war. After the war, another soldier reflected, if we had been left to ourselves, meaning if there weren't officers and generals forcing them back to fight, if we had been left to ourselves, there would never have been another shot fired. I hold to this faith that people really are good at heart, that there is within us a goodness a wholeness, a longing for reconciliation and peace, like what those shepherds heard the angels sing. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, good will to everyone. The invitation of this night is to trust in that goodness and to follow where it leads. Over the centuries, the church seems to have forgotten how Jesus lifted up ordinary people and saw the divine in them. Too often, the church made it about hierarchy and power and less about embodiment. We forget sometimes that Jesus tried to help regular people see themselves as holy, too. At Christmas, we celebrate the birth of this teacher and healer and prophet, but we miss the heart of his message if we neglect his call to see ourselves as bearers of God's love too. It's simple, and Rebecca Parker sums it up for us. You have to know your body as the home of God, and this is the purpose of Christmas. Mary is you. God in your body, 
Joseph is you sheltering God in the world. This is the key to the mystery. The word became flesh. We are the dwelling place. The way to celebrate Christmas is to carry the spirit of this night with you. Tonight and in the days ahead. To remember and to keep telling yourself, I am the dwelling place for God. Not the only one, but I have this light in me. And I'm going to act like it and share it everywhere I go. I'm going to practice this simple Christmas faith all the year round. This is our happy task. And it's how we will help heal and bless our world. Merry Christmas, my friends. Thank you. And amen.